chip on the floor, man. Some neighbors are saying way too loud. Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new episode of the world famous Loose Lug Nuts podcast. I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside Thomas Dick, and we had, uh, as we usually do at the Super Speedway Racings, we had some pretty exciting finishes coming down to the wire at Talladega. What were your thoughts? Yeah. Um, not really a memorable race, though. I don't think it's something I'll remember years from now. Just fun finishes but the rest of the races were it was there yeah yeah i mean like there, there were some things that happened but it was like there's some especially in sunday's race there's a couple wrecks early on that took out some of the bigger names that we usually see that's uh what do they say that they say something that's restrictor plate racing yeah that's just talladega man oh well i didn't hear him call the the cup race restrictor plate racing do the, the new i didn't ex, hear it do the x-gen cars not have a restrictor plate? i'm sure they do right yeah but they never mentioned it like you like back in the day it was mentioned like every five minutes yeah almost like the, the pj30 or whatever <laughs> the pj1 yeah well, let's get into it. Uh, we had qualifying on Saturday. That was won by Christopher Bell at nearly 101 miles per hour. Martin Truex. 181. Or 181. Martin Truex was also on row one. Uh, Daniel Hemrick and Daniel Suarez in row two. Uh, Kyle Larson and Kurt Busch in row three. And then we had a couple guys, Noah Gregson and Landon Castle, who had to serve a pass-through penalty. Yeah, and the thing about that qualifying uh Bell was 181 almost. He was like 180.9328. But besides Truex, he was over a mile per hour faster than everyone else. From Hemrick, Hemrick on back was more than a mile per hour below Bell. So he found a really good line in qualifying. But you know what? That doesn't do you any good once the, uh, you get in second place. <laughs> yeah well we saw bell and suarez they were trading the lead for the first 35 laps in sunday's geico 500 we saw some three wide racing early on and then we see some trouble with uh tyler reddick on lap 34 he has to pit goes under the hood uh breaks the pack up in two yeah and then uh we we get our uh green flag pit stop start in lap 35 and uh cody wears spins out coming on the pit row we almost had a big one going on the pit road. Yeah, so that uh, it almost brought out the yellow, but it didn't. Uh, and then we see Brad Keselowski. He got caught speeding by the Popos. Uh, he has to come down pit road. Uh, and then Ross Chastain, lap 38, too fast exiting. So he has to serve a penalty, and we see Tyler Reddick go to the garage. And the Keselowski one, like the guys up in the booth saw it right away. Boyer was all over it. He's like, he came in way too fast. And I wonder, like, they should have an option for the drivers if they know they were speeding to, like, call the NASCAR and say, hey, we know we're speeding. We're just going to stay in the pits for an extra 10 seconds or some sort of penalty that they can serve instead of having to come all the way back through. Yeah, because it almost always puts them at least one lap down. And if once yeah. we get to the smaller tracks, it's almost two laps down, especially when it's under green flag. <clears throat> so uh, where are we at? Well, we start to see the Hendrick cars. They start linking up uh, together. 
Uh, Larson leads the next 11 laps. And then Bubba Wallace, we see him. He's a Talladega, big fan of Talladega. As he uh, he starts to line on the outside and they battle for the lead for the next six laps. And then we kind of get our first big one with four to go. Uh, looked like we were going to have an exciting stage finish, but uh, Hemrick kind of like checks up uh, coming off of turn four. Uh, so he gets, or Briscoe gets into the back of him and then Briscoe goes up the track and gets T-boned by, uh, Chris Busher. They're all torn up. Uh, we find out Hemrick's engine had blowed up and then, uh, yeah, not good for the, uh, Busher and Briscoe. Yeah. And then Clint Boyer, uh, first we never mentioned the Dale juniors in the booth. I like the combo really good. I yeah. think Fox might want to trade, um, Mike Joy for Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> Just have those two guys do it? No, I mean, nothing against Mike Joy, but I, I think he's getting to the age where he can't see car numbers. And he, you know, I'm probably getting a hate mail for this, but I feel like he can't see car numbers. And a lot of times he says the wrong driver. Yeah. And yeah, because who did he, he did that for somebody? Or no, it was uh, actually it was Dale Jr., but uh, they both were the Bass Pro Shops car. He thought it was Martin Truex Jr., but it wasn't. Yeah. Austin Dillon. But But anyways, uh, yeah. Dale Jr. said uh, the term bam, bam hit, which is when a car hits you and then you hit the wall. Like, it's common sense. Clint Boyer made a big deal. He's like, wow, I've never heard that bam, bam hit before. It's like, how have you never heard? But anyhow, and there's multiple bam, bam hits in this thing. And then we get our second... uh, ecr engine issue the first was uh reddick with a timing belt but what happened with hemrick is his car actually stalled out as you said so now like austin dillon's like hey guys is my car gonna blow up too and they're like no it might not blow up so, yeah they basically because uh, richard childers got over the radio and was like well maybe here's what happened <laughs> uh but bubba wallace ended up winning the stage under yellow followed by kyle larson christopher bell william byron and martin truex uh in the top five rounding out the top 10 was chase elliott kurt bush eric jones alex bowman and ricky stenhouse jr everybody comes into pit under the stage break and eric jones uh moves up to row two as he only changes uh two tires but then we see the stage start with the hender cars out front with larson byron and elliott and they go on the inside yeah, and then you got Jones looking strong all day. He's uh, hooked up with Bubba Wallace. He's on the outside. And then we get to lap uh, 68, and uh, <clears throat> Vince Wells reports uh, there's overheating going on with some cars, and they they hypothesize that it's because they're, they're locked in so much and the engines are so close, there's no air getting in. NASCAR says they can take their little fin thingies off the car hoods, which – uh, they showed a couple guys doing it in the pit stop before. So, yeah, yeah it was uh, Stenhouse was one of them. And who's the other one? Yeah. But they, they, sent out, they had sent out a memo that they were allowed to do that. And then uh, lap 83, Greg Biffle brings out the yellow because uh, his engine stalls another ECR engine. So if you're Austin yeah. Dillon, you're kind of, you might have a and brown stain in your pants coming up soon. <laughs> yeah, the code brown, code brown. <laughs> and then Biffle, we didn't uh, mention it because they didn't show it. Because why would you show the sponsor ahead of time? Looking pretty badass in the Morehouse, keeping the HBCU theme going. See, he had the Morehouse. I, I wasn't a big fan of it. Well, eh, I was just because it represented HBCUs. Yeah, it was, I mean, it's cool that he's doing that, but it wasn't as cool as like the FAMU one 
Yeah, well, I have to look up Morehouse's nickname. I sort of feel like they might not have a cool yeah. thingy. Uh, and then we restart on lap 85. Hendrick is out front on the inside, uh, the Hendrick cars. And then we have Truex, who jumps out to the outside. But then BJ McLeod brings out the yellow, uh, and his wheel comes off, four-race suspension coming. And the guys in the booth are talking about that. And then uh, especially uh, Larry Mack was talking about this is the dangerous part about the new tires uh, falling off. And he Larry Mack kept mentioning that you don't need tires at Talladega. Yeah. They weren't making a huge difference. No. I, I mean, I imagine at some point you would want to just because, I don't know, I think there'd be somewhere. But he's like, yeah, it, you know, you don't have to change tires at every pit stop. Keep them on. Yeah. And then, uh, so they restart after BJ McLeod wheels comes off. And then we get our second big one as Bubba Wallace uh, gets the push to Logano. Logano goes into the wall and then comes back down onto the track. He gets Daniel Suarez, Austin Sendrick, Ty Dillon, Harrison Burton, Ricky Stenhouse, Todd Gilliland, and Cole Custer. This one was actually started uh, in part because Truex was out on the outside and he wanted to check up a little bit to get the guys linked together, but uh, he was kind of tapping the brakes too much. And the other interesting thing with this one was Logano kind of came back down into the track. And obviously I've never been into like an accident at Talladega, but I felt like he could have kept it up near the wall. Yeah. I would, you know, cause they weren't going terribly fast. Yeah. I, yeah, it was, you hope if he could, he would have. So I don't know, maybe he couldn't. I uh, I would say that like like I went back and I listened because I thought someone in the preview really liked the Penske cars. Yeah, I, who was that? I, it wasn't me. <laughs> I feel like it was you. Hey man, they got good history there. But anyhow, that uh, wreck uh, it took out um, Logano. It did make Cindric's car look nice, and Harrison Burton, who's sort of a a Penske guy, uh, you know, Wood Bros before Wood Hose. Um, he's got a Penske, pretty much a Penske car. He was in the wreck too. So, yeah, I don't know which moron picked them Penske cars. Yeah, it wasn't a good look for me. But lap 90 was not good to me. Uh, but then Suarez tries to go back out, but his toe link's messed up. Yeah. And, uh, oh, that, that wasn't Suarez. That was, uh, Ty Dillon? That was Ty Dillon. Oh. My bad. I fucked that one up. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, but Suarez also looks bad. So he's done too. Yeah. And then they restart uh, eight laps later on lap 98. Truex and Byron leading on the outside and inside. Byron too strong with his teammates, Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson behind him. And then lap 106, it's, ugh, Cody Ware. He gets into the wall. Yeah. He brings out the uh, yellow. Um, sort of a choppy race at this point um a lot of little big ones no big big ones yet we get the lap 111 restart. well hold on. you know the best part about the cody Ware accident what's that they're doing crank it up at this point and then like they're they've gone like maybe a lap and a half of crank it up and then as soon as cody Ware had to go to the or went into the wall they had to come back and announce it i thought it was pretty funny ah cody Ware ruining <laughs> Anyways, uh, lap 111 restart, all four, because Bowman had been lagging all day. It's like, where's Bowman? Where's Bowman? 
Well, now he's up there. So they're all inside. All the Hendrick cars are on the inside. They're dominant. Outside, you got Kurt Busch and Truex. But Byron wins the stage pretty easy. He's followed by uh, Larson or Elliot Larson Bowman. So they finished second, third, and fifth. Truex on the outside sneaks in the fourth. And then you got Kyle Busch, Eric Amarola, Eric Jones, Ross Chestain, and Kurt Busch rounding out the top ten. And then when we restart uh, lap 126 for the final stage, it is Eric Jones on the inside, Kyle Busch on the outside. Uh, and then lap thir- 130, Ryan Blaney, Penske guy. That's Oh, whoa, cool. whoa. You might be making a comeback, saving him and his buddy Bubba. Yeah, Bubba together. and Blaney are good friends. They work together to get out front of Kyle Busch. And then they go to single file uh, lap 138. Uh, and then with 40 to go, we see Ross Chastain almost wreck uh, Denny Hamlin. Uh, he waited till the last second to pull in front of him on the outside lane. Yeah, that was that looked like that was going to be not only the big one but the huge one because that would have just it would have caused havoc from everyone from eighth back. Um, but Hamlin, I don't know if he checked up, but the Chastain just snuck in there. And then uh, three laps later, with thirty-seven to go, Bubba Wallace decides he doesn't want to run behind uh, Blaney anymore. He abandoned his and takes a lead on the outside and then works back on the inside. And then the next lap, it's kind of odd. Kyle Busch was near the front, but he gets out of line and drifts way, 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 way back. Yeah, it looks like his chance to challenge, but you, you never know. Um, it's uh, Jones, though, he is looking strong. If I had to put my money down, I'd put my money down on Eric Jones. Best car always wins at Talladega, you know that um lap there uh, 30 laps to go we get uh green flag pit stop start yeah and then uh brad keselowski should have had a speedometer because he gets busted for speeding again and then kyle bush hits his teammate christopher bell coming off pit road with 27 to go yeah just an odd incident um they had three cars converging in a point where only two cars would fit um and christopher bell takes the brunt of it we got an eight-car pack out front with 25 to go. It's led by Hamlin, Larson, Jones, and Chastain. And then with 19 to go, they're approaching lapped traffic, and then Kyle Larson decides to go to the outside around Hamilton with Eric Jones pushing. Uh, Hamlin gets cycled to the back. Six laps later with 13 to go, Chase Elliott starts an outside line. And then the next lap, Eric Jones and William Byron jump in front of Elliott on the outside with Eric Jones and Kyle Larson dueling for the lead. Yeah, that lab 19, you said Hamilton. I thought maybe a, a bad musical broke out. <laughs> Hamlin. And then uh, we tend to go, we see the outside lane start fading. Kyle Larson's leading on the inside. Uh, and then Eric Jones was seven to go. He's dragging the outside uh, back to the front. And then Kurt Busch with three to go. He starts a, a third lane. We go three wide. Uh, he goes up the middle, starts breaking some stuff up, and that allows Eric Jones to take the lead in front of Larson. Yeah, that's I like it looks so organized, and it's so weird because the second Bush goes to the middle lane, it just all it's like all mumbo jumbo, and it's like electrons and protons just banging off each other, and you don't know who's going where. Um, they take the white flag. Jones is in front. Oh, wait, no, I fucked it. Yeah, Jones is up front. 
of uh, Larson and Chastain. And then this is when it gets crazy. Kurt Busch decides he's going to make a run on the outside. And then Larson, he decides to, quote unquote, move over eight lanes <laughs> to block Kurt Busch into the wall. He takes out two 23XI cars because Bush bangs in the wall and then he comes back down and takes out Bubba Wallace in another bang, bang hit. Um, and then counterintuitively, Jones is too far out front. Most racetracks, you want to get out front. Here you don't. He gets too far out front. That allows multiple people to make runs. The first threat's Larson, who's running Bush up to the wall with his kamikaze move. I don't know if I can say kamikaze. <laughs> But, uh, but so he goes up to block him and that just leaves Chastain who's on the bottom. He sticks to the bottom. He's got Austin Dillon pushing him. He takes the lead on the inside. Poor Eric Jones. You can't block two guys at once. He chose to block one. And at that point, there's no way he's going to win. Yeah. And then we see uh, Chastain. He gets his second career win, second straight week that Richard Childress racing finishes close, but no cigar with Austin Dillon uh, in second. They were followed by Kyle Busch, Kyle Larson, and Martin Truex to round out the top five. As you Jones mentioned, all the way back to six. Yeah. Strong showing for him though. in six followed by Chase Elliott, Michael McDowell, Alex Bowman, and Kevin Harvick. Yeah. So exciting finish felt bad for Eric Jones in control would really like to get petty racing 200 wins. They don't mention that as much as they used to mention Wood Brothers 100 wins. Yeah. And then uh, um, good finish for Michael McDowell finishing in the uh, top 10 as well. Like that. Yeah. Still didn't get um, our BOGO wings, though. No. I, I then the other like thing they showed when uh, Truex was up for the lead, he's raced at Talladega 68 times and has not won. Is it Super Speedway or just Talladega? Must Super be Super Speedway. Speedway. Super Speedway. So wait, so he was sixty-eight. So is it now sixty-nine? No, it was sixty-eight. Oh, so next one will be nice. Yeah. Uh, so William Byron and Ross Chastain are the only two guys with multiple wins on the year. The other six with wins are Alex Bowman, Chase Briscoe, Kyle Busch, Austin Cindric, Denny Hamlin, and Kyle Larson. Those are the eight semi-locked in with wins. I feel like Byron and Chastain are pretty locked in. Uh, next eight are yeah. Chase Elliott, who leads. Uh, all points, or he's on top of the point standings, not just the playoff standings, uh, along with Ryan Blaney, Joey Logano, Martin Truex, Eric Amarola, Kevin Harvick, Austin Dillon, Christopher Bell, and Tyler Reddick. Yep, Hamlin's a spot stealer. He's back in 24th, so he in the top 15 in the points are currently in. Outside looking in are Eric Jones. He's minus 11, Kurt Busch, and Daniel Suarez, minus 24. Chris Bursher minus 46, Bubba Wallace minus 49. Brad Kozlowski moved up a spot. He's up to 29th. (laughs) He is 110 points off the cutoff. That's great. He needs a win bad. Yeah. Well, you know, if you keep speeding, you're not going to win. That's true. That's not a good uh, strategy. Sometimes you got to go slow to go fast. Ooh. All right. Uh, let's go to Xfinity, the Ag Pro 300. This race was on Saturday. They also had qualifying. Jeffrey Earnhardt won the pole with Austin Hill on the front row. Ty Gibbs and Sheldon Creed in row two. Daniel Hemrick and Landon Castle row three. Three people didn't qualify. That was Natalie Decker, Jesse Awuji, and CJ McLaughlin. Uh, 
the Herbst or Brandon or Riley Herbst and Brandon Jones among those starting from the uh, rear. Yeah, I saw someone tweeted out that Emmett Smith is getting robbed, but because uh, I don't think Jesse Owuji's qualified for race yet. Hopefully soon, we'd like to see him in. But uh, and then same with I don't think Natalie Decker's qualified for one yet either. Yeah. Uh, awkward pre-race interview. They call up Jeb Burton, but Kurt Busch accidentally asked him a question that they meant to ask Jeffrey Earnhardt. I don't know if they were going to interview him both or if they were supposed to go to Jeffrey Earnhardt and they went to Jeb Burton. But he asked what, uh, about having uh, Pop Pop as a spotter, his Richard Childress. And uh, Jeb Burton's like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, so Poor that Kurt. Was a fun way to start the race out. Uh, well, stage one, we were three or er, three wide early on. Gibbs uh, was out front in the first four laps, and then Jeffrey Earnhardt uh, took over the lead. Uh, he was leading at its, as it settled into two lanes. And then we get our first caution on lap 11 as Ryan Ellis brings out the yellow, and the top 22 cars decide to stay out. Yeah, Hill, Austin Hill takes the lead on the restart. Uh, he's trading the lead with uh, Dinger creed uh i always have to say austin hill because well yeah i guess he didn't trade the lead with himself i didn't need that i always have to say austin Hill because he always forget about timmy hill yeah you know the intimidate and uh, josh berry those guys uh they lead the next four laps or 10 laps going back and forth uh goes back to three wide as they take the white flag uh but barry uh who was at the lead when they go three wide he takes the stage fairly untested for you know talladega uh he he wins the stage fairly easy followed by ty gibbs uh dinger castle and austin hill in the top five all guy gregson alfredo mayor and moffitt and um, sam mayor spotter uh they go to the uh you know go back and listen to the radio he never told uh sam mayor how many laps there were like left because normally you give your guy like a countdown like four or three two he never gave sam the countdown so sam was just hanging out probably could have won some stage points uh some more stage points but instead he just finishes ninth and then uh, we see five cars didn't they don't pit at the stage break anthony alfredo leads all the yellow flag laps on lap 31 restart we got brown yaley mayor and gregson they cycle through the lead and then we start to see some four wide with uh, on lap 34, Austin Dillon. Uh, he mentions dude wives, intimidates uh, Anthony Alfredo. Intimates, intimates. Oh, intimates. The Anthony Alfredo would be okay if some poop leaks out. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's got dude wives as his sponsor. So he's not worried about this four wide. <laughs> Uh, then we see uh, Austin Hill. He leads the race for six laps from laps 39 to 44. Uh, but Anthony Alfredo, he saves it from the big one. Um, lap 41, leaving Gregson some room, but it causes Anthony Alfredo to shuffle back out of the top 15. Yeah, it's one of those uh, discretion is the better part of valor, but he loses a lot of spots by uh, saving Gregson from having his day end early. Gregson's probably going to thank him after the race. Yeah, he should. Five to go in the stage. Allgaier and Mayer are out front in two lanes. Call cars have shuffled out of the fray. 
um, out front. They're deciding to lay low and organize back. And then Mason Mashey crashes. He collects Chandler Smith, Josh Berry, and J.J. Yelly. It ends the day for three to four, Smith, Yelly, and Mass, uh, Massey. Allgaier wins a stage under caution. He's followed by uh, Sam Mayer, whom I'm guessing knew how many laps were left this time. Austin Hill, Brandon Jones, and Ty Gibbs in the top five. Drew Dollar, Brandon Brown, Jeffrey Earnhardt, Myatt Snyder, and Jeb Burton in the top ten. And then uh, during the stage break, we see Brandon Brown uh, – pretty rough effort to get out of the pits yeah i don't i'd have to go back and look he either did a 360 or a 540 or 720 trying to get out of the pits miraculously didn't hit anybody it was just a crazy it's like let's go brandon get out of the pits <laughs> well then uh and then brandon jones he has to go to the rear because he didn't come uh, out in a single file and then lap 55 restart, Austin Hills out front with Ty Gibbs pushing him. And we talked about how Colleg wanted to organize and stick together, but Daniel Hemrick reporting holes in the front of his car, which is ruining the aerodynamics. Doesn't seem great. Yeah, and when we've seen past uh, uh, super speedways, Colleg cars, when they work together, they're pretty unstoppable. But this whole race, they were having trouble either getting Hemrick or Castle up front. And at this point, Hemrick, um, yeah, it doesn't look like he's going to be able to get up there and help out. And then uh, lap 69, we get a caution for debris uh, from Josh Berry's car. So that means they won't need any green flag pit stops. So we see Ty Gaines. He gains some spot in the pits, but it's Austin Hill and Noah Gregson out front on the restart. Yeah, lap 77, that means 37 to go. I finally figured out how to do the math on that stuff. You take the lap number and then the laps to go need to equal one lap over the number of laps in the race. So I've got my calculator because they change it on the pylon. They go back and forth. Gibbs gets a push from Ryan Sieg, but Hemrick thinks he got hooked by Gibbs. Gibbs is blaming Sieg. Hemrick says Gibbs never says it's his fault. Anyhow, the wreck uh, collects the two other JGR cars, both Brandon Jones and Drew Dollar, along with David Starr, who's not in the Whataburger car, and Ryan Ellis, who's plucked more times than the Rosa Trulli in this race. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, Ty Gibbs's day is done. Hemrick not looking good. Uh, rough, uh, rough day for him. We get a restart with 32 to go. Last year's truck guys are up front, Sheldon Creed and Austin Hill. Greg gives uh, Hill a great push to get up front. And then with uh, 20 to go, it's Dinger pushing Hill for both the lead and the dash for the cash. Uh, his colleague teammate Landon Castle is back in 10th, but he's coming to join him. Yep, but then we get a yellow with 17 to go. Matt Mills into the wall. Uh, his right front was down. He actually passes... Um, Ryan Ellis for the Rosa Tralee Award. And that puts Brandon Jones back on the lead lap, though, so good on him. Uh, might save the day for JGR. We restart with 12 to go with uh, Dinger and Austin Hill uh, duking it out. And then we kind of sort of get a big one with 10 to go. There are three wide. Brandon Jones changes lane in a hurry to get in front of his teammate Drew Dollar, but he takes out Brandon Brown and Cas Grala. Yeah. Uh, which means they should have just left Jade Buford in the car. He could have gotten wrecked just as easily as Casgrala. 
And then we restart with five to go. Austin Hill on the inside with Jeb Burton behind him. All guy on the outside, but he's got his teammate Sam Meyer uh, pushing. And they actually have to go to another caution lap because of debris. Uh, Pretty tainted. Why did you not get the debris before? Like they was sitting out there. It wasn't. Uh, it's not new like it just blew right back out there or whatever. Yeah. So uh, Mayor gets loose on the restart. He takes Austin Hill out. It's so sad. Austin Hill having a great day, but uh, he's taken out. Mayor was squirrely when getting pushed from Dinger. So ends the day for the guy who led the most laps, Austin Hill. So we're headed to OT. Yeah, we got Justin Allgaier on the inside uh, in front of Sheldon Creed. Dinger's on the outside in front of former teammate uh, Jeb Burton. Dinger's out front. Sheldon Creed gets shuffled back. Uh, Creed was another guy that was running in the top five all day. Uh, Cesar Baccarella is four wide. He doesn't know that he's four wide, so he clips Sheldon Creed. <laughs> and then uh, Kurt Busch goes, who's paying the bill for RCR? <laughs> yeah, with the grandson, Austin, the uh... Dylan sitting right next to him. It was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, it uh Sheldon Green now out, and he was also running strong. So we're headed to uh what is that? Double OT. Double OT. We got Dinger on the inside with Jeb Burton uh behind him, Allgaier with Ryan Sieg on the outside. Ryan Sieg doesn't uh give all Allgaier a very big push, so Dinger's out front again. But just like we saw uh on Sunday's race, Dinger gets too far out in front so Allgaier is able to sling past them to get the lead but he might be too far out but we get another caution yeah Jeremy Clements had stalled out on the restart and he just was sitting there by the start finish line they're like we can't have the cars coming although if we do let the cars come the race would be over so that means we're going to triple overtime not only thing more exciting than double overtime triple overtime yeah, and then as soon as they get the flag, Austin or Justin Allgaier has to pull out of line because he's out of fuel. Yeah, they the race was scheduled for 113 laps. At this point, they're on lap 123, so they're 10 laps over. So even with the yellow flag laps, poor Allgaier is out of gas. Some other people have to be thinking, I'm going to be out of gas too. He gets off the track, though. Unlike Jeremy Clements, he's able to get off the track, so we avoid a fourth overtime. Yeah, which is good for some guys. This is Noah Gregson is out front with Ryan Sieg uh, pushing uh, A.J. Allmendinger. Uh, Gregson's in front down low. He's got three wide behind him. They head into the tri-oval with Gregson holding off uh, Earnhardt. Uh, so Gregson is able to get the win. Larry Mack finishes second as the crew chief for, uh, Jeffrey Earnhardt and third place was Almondinger. Fourth was Ryan Sieg fifth Landon Castle. Yeah. Uh, the number three car, I don't know if you noticed it finished second in both races. Oh. Would have been Colville finished first, maybe next time you got Alfredo Herbst, Joe Graff jr. Look at that. Yeah. Finishes eighth, Mike Steiner ninth, Brett Moffat 10. Dinger wins his second cash there. So uh, he's going to probably go out and, uh, you know, celebrate, maybe do some uh, kung fu fighting on the video. Uh, I don't know if you remember that. We guess uh, his wife liked it when we commented. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're like, is that Jason Bourne? Oh, my God, is that Jason Bourne? (laughs) Uh, Gregson and Earnhardt finished 1 2. They, of note, they were 12th and 11th, respectively when there were five laps left to go and it looked like Austin Hill was going to win the race. 
biggest points days, Gregson 44, Dinger 42, Landon Castle 39. So looking at the standing semi-locked in are Almondinger, Gregson, Gibbs, Jones, and Hill. They're in with wins. Ty Gibbs carries 17 playoff points along with Gregson, who's also in double digits with 13. Others who would be in the playoffs if the regular season ended would be Barry, Allgaier, Sieg, Mayer, Herps, Castle, and Hemrick. Yeah. Uh, below the cutoff, uh, Fast Pasta is minus 10. He's the only one, I would say, in immediate striking distance. And you have Sheldon Creed and Brandon Brown. They're both minus 45. So I think we're nearing the midway point of the regular season. I'd have to count. We'll talk about that in the preview. But, yeah, some of these guys got to get going and stand on it. Yeah. Well, we will uh, be back Friday. So we've got three races this weekend at Dover. Dover. That used to be my track back in the day. I went to multiple races there. Yeah, so we'll be Maybe back. Maybe to... my track again in the future. We'll see. There you go. We'll be back Friday to preview that. We uh, appreciate you guys for listening. Make sure to subscribe. We're available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. Get some other people. And, uh, let us know your shirt sizes. Maybe we'll start ordering up some gear. Yeah. Maybe uh, do a lucky retweet or lucky follower. Yeah. But we appreciate you guys for listening. That was our Talladega recap. We'll be back on Friday as we preview Dover. We appreciate you guys for listening. We will see you. I grew up in Texas where football was my game. Until that racing fever started burning in my brain. Started running many stops when I was 13. And won a short track championship when I was just 16. I met a man named Harry Hyde and he built a car for me. Sponsored by Granddaddy Hillens Drilling Company. We ran in five Grand Nationals when I was 17. My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride, Harry Hyde. And I'm glad I had Granddaddy on my side. given me the brakes I must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance I'll do the best I can for those who've given me the chance thank you for the ride Harry High and now I've got stuff others on my side you've given me my wings now it's up to me to fly